0: Lucy Kaplanski has a new album, Last Days of Summer, and Lucy is on the line. Lucy, welcome to WLRN.
1: Thank you, Michael. Nice to be here.
0: You too. Last Days of Summer, this is your ninth album, just released. How long has this been in the works?
1: Well, the writing of it, last couple of years, I guess. Uh, three, last three years. Um, and then started actually recording it uh, last November and then we got shut down because of Omicron it happened pretty pretty quickly as albums go it would have been really quick if the recording sessions were all like at the same time because Duke Levine who's the multi-instrumentalist on it was going out with Bonnie Raitt so he got really busy so I had to grab him basically when he was available that kind of thing
0: Uh, well you know Duke's name comes up over and over on the album what was his input
1: Oh my God, everything. Uh, well, first of all, I've made, would you say this is my ninth album? Like my last seven albums he's been on. He played everything except what I played and what the bass player played. <laughs> he played everything else pretty much. Electric guitar, baritone guitar, acoustic guitar, six string guitar, I mean, 12 uh, string guitar, mandola, national guitar, uh, mandolin. I think there's probably more, maybe citurn he's a genius
0: how much input did you have on the music then
1: well a lot I mean I the way I've been making albums for the well for a long time now is I get really great musicians and they have great ideas so I just kind of let them go if I don't like something or I want to hear it a little bit differently I say so Um, or if the direction of the song is going in a wrong way I say so but Duke just gets wonderful ideas and and that's how the songs end up getting recorded.
0: Lucy Koplansky is on the line, and let me play a song from the album, uh, Last Days of Summer, and it, this is, starts off the album, it's the name of the album, it's such a beautiful song. Was this, was this almost what you thought of the theme of the album?
1: You know, I never think about themes of albums until they're done, and then maybe something occurs to me. It's never a conscious decision to have a theme. I think um, it ended up being that there's sort of songs about different kinds of transitions, certainly summer to fall, going from having a child at home to being an an empty nester, etc. But none of that was conscious, no. (laughs) Let's
0: listen to Lucy Kaplansky's title cut from her new album, Last Days of Summer.
1: last days of summer are coming on fast Was hoping August wouldn't end, but it never last She's filling boxes with blankets, books, and clothes No longer a child, unafraid, ready to go It's been eighteen years since we fixed up that empty room Yellow, yellow walls pretty white cribs she'd be lying there soon Then a bigger bed games of pretending books and friends Come September gonna be empty again After 18 years how can it be just one week more to carry those boxes to her new room on the seventh floor from the park where she played pretend and climbed and dreamed where she flew high on the swings now she's gonna fly on her own wings no longer pretending when brand new dreams i remember the day Don't be a fool for a little girl dream So I packed my things, looked back once, never did again Afraid and defiant, was just 18 then And I know she'll come back, but never always again It's just as it should be and how it's ever been I'll miss that girl in a room safe and mine. Life is a circle strewn with goodbyes. After 18 years, how can it be just one week more till we carry those boxes to her new room on the seventh floor? Across from the park where she played pretend and climbed and She flew high on the swings Now she's gonna fly on her own wing No longer pretending With her very own dreams Just down the street And a million miles away Hope her bed is soft enough at night she's not afraid and I hope her friends will be caring and kind she's gonna make her choices just as I made mine last days of summer are coming on fast was hoping August wouldn't end but it never lasts come September will be too. Back
2: where we
0: started, back around that circle, darling, you and me. Lucy, what a beautiful song, Last Days of Summer. Thank
2: you. Thank Th-
0: you. What, what does your daughter say about the song?
1: Uh, not much. <laughs> um, I think she thinks it's good. She doesn't particularly want to listen to it. I think it makes her a little—it's a little awkward for her to listen to it. She doesn't mind it.
0: Is she a fan um, of yours?
1: Yeah, she really likes my music. She doesn't like the ballads. She likes the rock songs, <laughs> the up-tempo stuff. Your daughter? Yeah, she's a fan. She thinks I'm good.
0: Your daughter comes up a few times in the album. In fact, uh, I find out that that she's an adopted uh, Chinese girl. Uh, and yes. and she's just uh went off to college how how are you handling that
1: much better than i was when i wrote that song um after a couple of days of crying and crying and crying after she left i realized okay wait a minute this is actually okay it's fine i'm fine and i've been fine ever since and now she's actually with us for the summer um but it was very painful boy was it painful when she left I I knew it was gonna hurt but I think I was blindsided by how sad I was
0: the album uh, it's a brand new album uh, the release date uh, just a couple of weeks ago
1: what has yeah.
0: you, ha- have you gotten much of a response
1: I have I am pretty thrilled I gotta say uh, most importantly from uh, my fans who bought it who have just said the nicest things about it and that just means the world to me i get a lot of comments from emails and from facebook and twitter and stuff um and then i've gotten some really nice really nice comments from critics and radio people i'm pretty thrilled i gotta say because you never know boy you never know if people are gonna like it and all you can really do i think if you do what i do is um Make the album you want to make that you feel good about, and then hope for the best. So I made the album I feel really good about, and it turns out other people feel good about it too.
0: Well, that's very exciting. Uh, the New Yorker, USA Today, the Boston Globe. Have you ever got a response like this from Europe music?
1: Well, I, just to be clear, those are not those comments are not from about this album. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, that's misleading. Those are older <laughs> comments.
1: I have not gotten those yet. Um, that would be really, really thrilling. Let me
0: play another song from your new album. Uh, and this is where I find out about your daughter. But what was behind Song of the Exiled?
1: Oh, yeah, she's in that song. I forgot about that. Um, so all these songs I've written uh, to one extent or another with my husband, Rick Litfin, we write together. And um, we started writing that song after a cab ride we took in New York where we've been living for years and years and years. That was like 25 years ago. Um, and then it never really, the, the, the cab driver, the first cab driver in the song, never really turned into a song. And then a year or so before the pandemic, I guess, I thought, I, I, there's gotta be a song here. I wanna try again. And I ended up broadening it to kind of um, stories, stories, multiple stories from cab drivers. In New York, they are immigrants, almost invariably. They're immigrants. And I, and they, I, I end up talking to, I take a lot of taxis to the airport, and I end up talking to a lot of cab drivers. And they often ask me, because I've got two instruments with me are you musician and we start talking about that and that they play such and such but I, I talk to them about their families where they're from and they tell incredible stories because you know they they invariably came to the U.S. for a better life to make a better life for their families and that always reminds me of my grandparents my own grandparents who came they actually one set went to Canada one set came to the U.S. but they came with nothing and came to make a better life. And I am the beneficiary of their bravery and their sacrifices. And so I feel like these cab drivers, I mean, it occurred to me as I was writing this, they're really living the American dream in a way. Um, and there's a line about um, the promise of our flag. I mean, that that is the promise of our flag, you know, equal opportunity civil rights, democracy. That's what they come here for. And, um, you know, my daughter is from China and we don't know anything about her background. But I, I imagine that she also, like me, is incredibly lucky to sort of have reaped the benefits of... Well, of luck. The luck I had that my grandparents came here, the luck she had that we brought her to the US. So there's multiple themes running throughout the song.
0: Here's Lucy Koplanski's Song of the Exiled.
1: (laughs) New York, 1995, by the High Line way downtown train's up there, made the city run. Julian's gonna tear it all down. It was cold, so I grabbed a yellow cap. driver was a tiny old man. Leather jacket, newsboy cap. I'm out smoking on the dash. Motorcycle went flying by. He said he's crazy, it's too cold to ride. I used to be crazy, I raced bikes in Hungary. I must have broken every bone Even broke some twice We shared a smile and I said You're lucky you're alive Lucky you're alive Then his smile disappeared Like the fading of a light I was in the camps, you know Just a few of us survived lucky to be alive I've seen New York's treasures celebrated and now and also those not made of stone or steel stories of my town like the song of the exile, the men who drive the cabs and the story of our city and the promise of our flag the other day said Newark Terminal C Driver had a Chinese name in broken English said to me the Musician I said Yes I am he said My son plays violin I said where in China Are you from How's this country been He said I come from Chongqing I've been here I was a minor there and very poor, I'm lucky to be here. My son, he studies hard in school, get a PhD. Maybe be a doctor, he won't drive a cab like me. He won't drive a cab like me. I've seen New York's treasures celebrated every now and renowned and also the Passing by the high line, you know it never was torn down. Now there's acres of shimmering glass and steel, another jewel in the city's crown. I think about my forebears, my Chinese daughter too. Amazed that I'm so lucky, get to live the life I do. Get to live the life I do. Cannot share my luck with him, so I smile and thank him again.
2: He drives
1: off to the taxi line with the other exiled men to make this city run.
0: Song of the Exiled, that's Lucy Koplansky. Her new album is called Last Days of Summer and Lucy is on the line. Trump, was it hard to make that such a personal song? It turned into such a personal song, Song of the Exiled.
1: It just kind of happened. I mean, was it a hard song to write? Unbelievably hard. It took me forever. Um, I was playing around with the, the, the stuff about the High Line for months trying to find a way to weave that into the song um was it hard to make it personal that just sort of fell into my lap one day like oh duh i mean that's that's the way it works sometimes
0: why didn't ricky help you with the song
1: why did he well it
0: took you so long to write it Where, where was rick
1: well i was trying to work on that one by myself for a long time um just to see if i could do it and then i brought it to him at a certain point, and he, and he and I finished it together. But I I just, I was determined to make this one work on my own for a while. So I didn't go to him until I had something I thought was presentable.
0: Uh, your husband, is he a songwriter? I guess he is a songwriter.
1: He's a songwriter, he's actually uh, a, a filmmaker and film professor at NYU, which coincidentally is where my daughter is going to college, <laughs> Very so she's- nice. You're Actually da- in the same building as him <laughs>
0: What does your daughter want to do?
1: She's studying theater production She wants to work in a theater um, She's really good at it she's, she's one of those kids Who could kind of do a lot of different things But that's what she's Really interested in now
0: Had, had she gone on tour with you?
1: I mean she's been to gigs of mine A million mm. times um, She's even played drums with me a couple of times She's a really good drummer Never gone on tour. Um, you know, Never. it was, certainly wasn't ever possible when she was in school. And I don't think she'd be interested now. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless I paid her. And then she might be. Oh,
0: that's a good idea. Uh, you've, yeah. you've had a number of, uh, you were a member of a number of different bands and configurations of uh, folk artists. Are you, are you touring now? Is it going to be a solo tour?
1: Yeah, solo. I've got a lot of gigs lined up for the fall, um, which is good assuming the pandemic doesn't shut them down. <laughs> um, and it'll just be me, pretty much, yeah, pretty much me. Uh,
0: let me play another song from your new album. And I, I prefer your your original songs. You do a few covers on the CD. Uh, and I was surprised there was no Beatles cover. Was that was that tempting? Because uh, you're known as someone who do, do, does a lot of Beatle covers.
1: It's always tempting. It just didn't happen for this album. Those four covers just kind of worked with the band and with the album.
0: Well, let me play Independence Day. Is there, is there, is this a personal song?
1: No, no. It's really more, it's really kind of more inspired by a friend of mine who cut ties with her family because her family was a really kind of toxic place. And... It took her a long time to realize that, you know, families ideally and often are places of comfort and love and safety and encouragement, and often they are not. And sometimes the the best and healthiest thing for someone is to cut ties. So I was inspired, it, you know, it also kind of, the whole thing reminds me of Mary Trump, who really, she pulled herself out of a very toxic family. Um, and I really admire her. So, uh, somewhere in me, probably that was an inspiration.
0: Here's Independence Day by Lucy Kaplansky.
1: I've been obligated to another soiree in that bland suburban town. There's a prince with his loyal subjects, everybody's drinking, bowing down. Now he's bear-hugging that tedious cousin while looking right past me. Cause I didn't like the way he spoke to me back in 2013. Like I'm invisible or dead, the festivities proceed I watch him vilify me sotto voce While they nod empathetically Treading so carefully for fear of his legendary rage And I'm the one that's sacrificed That's fine, that's all okay For years I bought the myth of a happy family But it's a house of venom lies and complicity This is where it ends. This is where it ends. Not setting foot in that house again. This is where it ends. I was told, took the blows Never did let on So well behaved, watch what I'd say Like nothing could be wrong Such a worthless expertise You twist and strangle all the time Walking around with two black eyes Like everything is fine Always polite, never fight Till one day I started to ignite Like a supernova gonna burn that house down This is where it ends This is where it ends Not setting foot in that house again This is where it ends We can't choose how we come into this world what we're gonna be. This time, 4th of July, I've been invited to appear, but I've resolutely declined. I've made my own family, people who I want to see. We practice kindness and loyalty and love and care and honesty. Gonna watch the fireworks here today. It's my world now and here I'll stay. It's Independence Day. This is where it setting foot in that house again This is where it Is where, this is where it ends
0: This is where it ends 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 Independence Day Lucy Kaplanski yeah, I, I, There was a personal side to that song but uh, to me it was also a political song as well. You mentioned Mary Trump and breaking away from toxic toxicity.
1: Absolutely and the uh you know the the character the prince in the song really sounds a lot like for the former guy. Mm. Rage and narcissism and and then there's complicity with him and so on. And so yes, it could certainly be about politics
0: you toured some with Sean Colvinish do you, are you still in touch with her
1: yeah absolutely um we you know we haven't toured together since the mid 80s uh, and we only did a few really just not that many gigs but she's a she's a good friend of mine and I'm very grateful that we've stayed friends all these years you
0: met her during the Greenwich Village fast folk times i guess that was like in the 80s and 90s uh yeah are you are you familiar with the scene that's going on now, or is that a part of your past?
1: I'm really not familiar with the scene that's going on now. I, I just know the people I, I've known for years. I mean, you know, when I was part of that scene, there was literally a place we all hung out called Folk City in Greenwich Village. And I don't know that there's there's probably something like that in Austin, and maybe there's something like that in Boston but I've never experienced anything else like that, where a bunch of people, you know, Suzanne Vega started hanging out there, Jack Hardy. I mean, there's a lot of people literally hung out together at a club at night. And it was a pretty cool time. I mean, I was 18 when I started hanging out there and I dropped out of college. So that was kind of like my sort of college campus and my dorm experience. Cause I never lived in a dorm. It was fun. It was really fun. What what gave, you,
0: what gave you the, I want to say bravery, but what gave you the inspiration to, to go to New York on your own and try to make it as a singer?
1: Um, well, I started singing with this guy I met when I was still in high school. He had just, I'm from Chicago, and uh, he had just graduated from the University of Chicago and he wanted to be a singer-songwriter. I met him, we started playing together, and then We saw there was a big article in the New York Times about a folk revival in Greenwich Village and it featured the roaches and Steve Forbert and Jack Hardy and George Gerties and it propelled us to New York. It was like, oh, well, because there was a folk scene in Chicago, but not not the same. And we thought that's the place to be. So we moved to New York. And yes, I guess it was brave. But I didn't think it uh, think of it as brave, although I, I was scared, and I was scared of New York. Uh, my parents weren't happy, but I did it anyway.
0: What was the toughest part? What was the, the real challenge of going to New York?
1: Well, I mean, we were starting from just nowhere. I mean, nobody had any idea who we were. Well, first of all, New York is a very intimidating place. To It was to an 18-year-old. I'd never been anywhere like that noisy crowded there were a lot of homeless people and then we were just starting at this the bottom rung and you know pretty quickly people thought we were good and we started to make a name for ourselves but looking back my god I was 18 I didn't know anything about anything and I think it was scary being away from home and being away from my parents and living this very unsheltered life. I mean, I was supposed to go to college and live in a dorm and have residential uh, advisors, you know. I didn't have any of that. It was just me and this boyfriend and this scene. And I think it was really intimidating. But I guess I was braver than I realized.
0: What would you think if your daughter, now being 18, ran off and went to New York on her own?
1: Ugh, I'd be terrified. I would be terrified if she did some of the things that I did but you know what she wouldn't in the same way because we would we would help her and support her and we'd be more around um than my parents were and she has much better judgment than I had back then she knows how to pick friends and she knows who to stay away from and she just is a smart, responsible I wasn't I was a wild teenager, so I would be scared, but I would also trust her.
0: Are your parents
1: still alive? No, no, they're long gone. They were old when they had me, and i'm sixty two so they're long gone
0: mm-hmm. uh Lucy Koplansky's on the line. Let me play one more song, and uh, uh, this kind of shows us your your fandom of the Beatles. uh and uh, Requiem is a song that, it was, it's a great closure. It doesn't close off the album, but what was the, the thought behind Requiem?
1: Well, you're the first person who's asked me that. so yeah. um, So I have friends who have lost children to suicide, which is about the worst thing that could possibly happen to a person. And... I was thinking about a couple of these different friends as I wrote this. Now, the Beatles part of the song really was inspired by not them. It was more a metaphor, but my daughter loves the Beatles. So in the car for years, we've been listening to the Beatles. So that's where that came from. But I was trying to, I I guess it's, I wrote it kind of as a tribute to these friends who have survived somehow this horrific, unfathomable tragedy and found strength and comfort in ways that I, I admire so much. And one of the things I imagine, I don't know this because luckily I've never gone through anything like that is that in You know, nature is magnificent and it's also timeless so that if you go to the beach, a particular beach, if you went back there in a thousand years, it would probably look really similar. Things remain that are larger than us. Nature remains and that maybe there is comfort to be found by someone who has lost someone in such a horrible way going out into nature and feeling... The presence of something larger, that is still there, and and perhaps the spirit of the person who's lost. So that that was my thinking.
0: Lucy Kaplansky is on the line. Uh- uh, and one more time, last days of summer, your new album. i I you have me quoted saying it's a masterpiece. and it did strike me that way. I think the the songs flow, the music is there's a good variety of music. Duke Levine, I'm not familiar with Duke, but obviously did an incredible job on the album. And uh, congratulations on such a beautiful album.
1: Thank you so much and thank you for your kind words, and thank you for having me.
0: Lucy Koplansky's new album is called "Last Days of Summer." Here is Requiem. Thank you so much, Lucy.
1: Thank you, Michael. Driving back to that seaside town First time since you've gone We used to drive up here together Singing Beatles songs Snow is falling, John Lennon singing Hide your love want to hear John's lonely words today. And down I see you everywhere and then you slip away like the colors that you took with you when you gray, the first blue bells of spring, blue like your eyes, greet me today, I'm back here at the beach, and you're alive. In a thousand years you'll still be here in these clouds ascend the sky. Stars cascade above me on the road as I drive home Paul comes on singing yesterday And I try to sing along In a thousand years I won't be here Just this broken hearted song Though my love was not enough to keep you here for very long I know that you can hear me cause my
2: love
1: is just that strong my love is just that
2: strong